What's up, Reality Zars fam? It's Nate. Um, this was my latest guest appearance on the podcast called My uh, Big Dumb Inquiries. Um, so shout out to uh, Kyle from the Big Dumb Podcast and uh, Shane from Inqu- Inquiries of Our Reality and uh, Bizarre Encounters. Um, this was a fun one. Uh, so like the format is, if you guys aren't familiar... Uh, we all come with like a couple of videos, and we don't know um, what the other one's gonna bring. And then we all break them down and make a f- bunch of funny jokes and laugh our ass off. Um, it's a fun show. Uh, thanks again, guys, for inviting me on it. I was an honor, and I had a great time. All right, enjoy the episode. Big dumb. Inquiries. Big Dub. Inquiries. Big Dub. Inquiries. Big Dub. Welcome to the show, everybody. Sorry, I'm an idiot. I played the wrong theme music to the show. Uh, wrong show, wrong music, but hey. It's the Big Dumb. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, this is Big Dumb Inquiries, episode number 22. Let me bring my co-host in, my man on the other end, my friend, uh, Shane. What's going on, brother? Sorry about that. I fucked it up, dude. <laughs> no, dude, I dug it. I was like, wait, did we change the theme song and I didn't know about <laughs> is it? Is this the Big Dumb podcast? What are we doing? I thought we, I didn't sign up for this. What's going You on? tricked me. I thought I were doing Big Dumb Inquiries. <laughs> well, it's kind of all the same thing at this point. But anyway, what's going on, brother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, same shit, different day. <laughs> I uh, am recording. Okay, good. We're yeah, we're recording. We're good. <laughs> that was gonna be my next question. I kept hitting record button like top five times, so I've probably got like ten five second podcasts, you know, recorded because I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're here. We're doing it. Episode number twenty two, man. That's crazy. How do we how do we get this far along so quick? Because you keep scheduling guests. <laughs> At three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'll hit you with like six. I'll wake I'll up in the morning like one at a time. with like 10 <laughs> messages like, let's schedule a show. And I'm like, dude, I can't even comprehend this right now. I just woke <laughs> up. Oh, anyway, you want to bring our guest in, Shane? Yes. So today with my extensive booking, <laughs> I got Nate from Reality Stars. Welcome to the show, bro. Hey, man. How's it going? Oh, you nice know? to meet you, Kyle. Nice to meet you uh, too, Nate. Appreciate you being here. I've uh, I've listened to your show a little bit. I, I've seen you on the socials. You post some uh, some high quality meme content, which I do appreciate. I think we need more Thanks, of that in the sir. world. Um, yeah, I was into the meme game before I got into the podcasting game. I've been a that's professional a, propagandist for a couple years now. That's a People good transition, though. Content. That's one of those yeah. things you can tra- You can go from memeing to podcasting, or like uh, like most of us go from podcasting to memeing. But it's harder, I think, to start picking up on the me- like you know what I mean to make memes and 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 share them like high quality stuff. I think that's a lot harder to do. So good on you, man. Um, and then for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about you and the realities ours. Okay, I'm a Christian. I'm a husband and father. Uh, I'm into cryptids. My show is called The Reality Czars. Uh, we just put out a Bigfoot documentary recently, and uh, we like to have conversations with anybody, dude. Like anybody. That's awesome, man. So, um, it's, uh, let me get your guys' thoughts on this real quick. I've been seeing a lot. I work at a at a university, so I work with college kids. 
uh, almost every day the last two weeks, I've seen some college kid, different kid every time, with a Bigfoot shirt on, some sort of Bigfoot uh, swag or, or gear uh, promoting Bigfoot. And I'll ask them, do you believe in Bigfoot? Some say, ah, I'd, I'd like to. Some say, uh, yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, we'll go into a deeper conversation. But do you think that Bigfoot is a is a stepping stone? Would you say a gateway conspiracy to kind of get into these deeper topics? Or do you think it's just for most people, it's just surface level stuff? Well, it's an easy one, dude. It's an easily digestible one. I'd say the big red pill was 2020 and people getting woke on all this shit and seeing like the mainstream media getting caught in lies and all kinds of crazy shit. And so I think that's kind of opened the door for like other things and maybe, you know, but like Bigfoot is also one of those uh, like easy ones. Like if I tell somebody I'm a conspiracy theorist or I tell somebody I'm not jabbed, they think I'm I'm a fucking terrorist or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but if I tell them that I'm into fucking Bigfoot, then they just think I'm kind of cute and kooky. You know, if so you can, kinda, if you can yeah, convince them that Bigfoot is a, a domestic extremist because he hides out in the woods, he kidnaps people. Uh, no one, the government can't tax him because he's off the grid. I bet you could get people to get away from Bigfoot. If you just say he's a right wing extremist. <laughs> Because I think that's that's all we want. Charge of the Illuminati, dude. Oh, he's the head honcho. Okay. (laughs) I think there's actually a comic book called Proof. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but the idea is that it's Bigfoot, and he's a government agent, and he pretty much like stops other cryptids and shit from being seen. So like the first one he goes after the chupacabra. That's what he's really doing, man. He's actually an FBI agent. He's a Men in Black, you know. (laughs) Ah, like Men in Black, they hire the aliens to stop the other. I got you. Okay. Interesting. They they need something big to take care of those giant aliens, man. So that's what they got Sasquatch for. Sasquatch is just an MIB agent, man. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Well, guys, uh, I think we got a great show for for uh, everybody tonight. Uh, I'm excited. When we start shows a little later, I I have more time to like get anxious about it. You know, if we have a show at like six o'clock my time, I get home from work, scarf down some food, chug a couple beers, and hop right in, and I'm like flustered. But you know, tonight I had some time to think about stuff, so I feel a little more prepared. I'm way drunker than I normally am when we start the show. Because <laughs> I've just did been, you unload the chamber? I've just rub one out before. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't. I'm a morning guy, honestly. I'm a morning guy. It gets the blood flowing in the in the uh, you know before the stress of the day hits in um but uh so before we get started um any exciting news uh going on in y'all's lives this week anything crazy happened anything exciting uh anything going on what's up uh my baby's turning one which is really exciting awesome man congratulations Congratulations. happy birthday yeah thank you little guy his name is callum callum beautiful boy that's an interesting name i like that that's cool the wife is scottish it's gaelic Oh, okay, okay. I I hail from the Scottish uh, the Scottish descendants. Um, my last name is Rainey, and uh, when I went to Scotland, actually, I found in one of those you know Scottish family crest books the O'Rainies. That's where I hail from. Is the O'Rainies? So uh, interesting. I didn't know it was Gaelic. That's cool. Shane, what about you? Anything uh, popping off? I see you got a new setup. You got a new well, si- situation going on here. There's some cool stuff in the background now. Uh, instead of just, just like uh, your bed and a cat, like you got some shit going on, brother. Well, it's this is just my couch, unfortunately. It looks <laughs> like a studio, though, so that's the good thing. I've had a few people that are like, oh, that's a cool area, the cool little podcast area. Like, yeah, man, it's my couch. Well, y'all can't <laughs> see it, but I, I have a couch in here. I've got a nice leather reclining couch. I just It's just over there. And then I've got the, this is the hot seat right here, the the red chair. You know, shit goes down in the red chair. 
<laughs> you only get to see all that when you have the when you have a second person there and you get to see the outside view. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. But anything uh, crazy happened? Shane? Sorry, I cut you off. Oh no, I was just gonna say I had to switch my whole setup over because obviously, as all the listeners know, I've had ridiculous amounts of internet issues lately. So now I'm just hardwiring straight in. So this is the only place I'm gonna be podcasting now, so that I have. No internet issues, and I can, you know. I will say this is the, the sharpest I've seen your camera in a while, dude. You look great. So That's because I, I actually have it on standard definition. Before, I had it on low definition just to play it safe, you know. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, yesterday we had an incident at work. There was uh, rumors of an active shooter on campus. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, these kids, they use, uh, like, this app called Yik Yak. It's like a localized social media, so it's usually based around a college campus. And everything's anonymous, right? So kids started, like, posting, like, oh, watch out for this guy. Watch out for, you know, stay out of this building, stay out of that. And all of us, the employees were like, what the fuck is going No one's, like, we usually get, like, an official word from, you know, the police or the university if something's happening, right? So I was like, oh, well, what do we do? And so I ran and fucking (laughs) grabbed my gun out of the car. Uh, I have a concealed carry, so I'm allowed to carry on campus, but I was just like, I didn't have it on me. And I was like, fuck. So turned out to be nonsense, uh, nothing significant. And so, uh, but I was like, even then it was still kind of scary. So I was like, I'm never not carrying. I, I, I carried for a while, but then I was like, I don't want to trigger the libs and like, you know, because I'm printing or something <laughs> like have someone freak out and say that I'm the shooter. But I was like, after yesterday, I'm always packing now. So, uh, it was Rather a little. It was sorry. a little heated, dude. I was, I, and actually, I, a, a student of mine also carries. So he had he I, he was like, dude, I have mine on me, and I was like, go get it, <laughs> keep, but put that <laughs> shit in your waistband, dude. Like I'm not fucking around. And even if I do trigger the libs, I hope if if they ever listen to this or whoever, just know that if I'm carrying and I'm able to, I will fucking put my life on the line for you and anyone around me. Like, it's not just me that I'm protecting. It's everybody around me. Right. That's, I think anybody who carries regularly when they're out in public, I think, uh, you know, I've, I've talked to people who've run into other people who might be, Oh, you're carrying. That's so scary. Like what, you know, are you going to shoot me? And it's like, no, I, I, you, this is for me and mine. And when I'm out here neck talking to you, you are mine. Like, we're all in this together, and I'm going to do what I can to protect you. So that's how I feel about it. Um, so, yeah, stay strapped or get clapped. That's the story of the week. Pretty much. <laughs> that's cool, man. You're out in Texas. Out here in Oregon, I'm fucking certain college campuses are, like, gun-free zones and bullshit. Yeah. it's Yeah, we. Uh, I think – so in Texas, we have the, you know, open carry and no license to conceal carry now uh, just in the general public, uh, which is fine. But on camp, on college campuses – you still have to have a concealed carry license if you want to carry on campus, which I think is fair. I think even if even if the like the law no, had already gay. Paid, yeah the it's law gay. <laughs> it's gay <laughs> constitutional carrier fuck off yeah but on a campus I can understand because the train even though I the law was already passed I still enjoyed the training that I got for uh, for the concealed carry I did appreciate that and I I just would encourage people if you are going to carry uh, regardless if you have to have a license or not go through the training process and uh it's a it is a pair that's my big point i don't care about the law i'm just saying the training is really yeah, important absolutely everyone should be trained to see yes. if you're carrying a fucking deadly weapon you should be fucking trained exactly and absolutely. and the just 100%. the you know the the knowledge of the laws on use of deadly force things like that i think that's just important always cover your ass right always cover your ass that's how i look at it so i fuck the laws obviously but you know, cover your ass in the, in a situation like that. Uh, Shane, you had something else. Oh, I was going to say, I had a crazy story that happened this morning. So I'm on my way to work 
and there's a bunch of uh, cop cars all over the train tracks. And I come to find out that apparently a, a train derailed right in front of my work. <laughs> Dude, we had one uh, two weeks, a couple weeks ago here in tech, like here in my, there's a train track runs right through my town and outside of town, the train der- derailed. Yeah, I've never seen that before in person. I was it was crazy to like see that. I, wa- I always wondered how they get that shit back on the tracks. <laughs> like, do yeah, they? No, they have to use like a I don't know some kind of machinery. I'm assuming to like flip it back up and over. But then I don't know how you'd still position it to lift it back onto like the tracks, considering that there's all that weight pushing it down. Like, I have no idea how they even deal with that, man. Heavy machinery, dude. It's got to be heavy machinery. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, quick shout out to uh, to Shane and Brian. By the way, I see them both pop into the chat. Is this snake snake turban head? This guy. Yes, that's okay. Shane, Shane uh, he says, I don't think Kyle would get confused for a mass shooter, but maybe the Zodiac killer. Well, dude, I don't have my Dahmer glasses on. I should go put my Dahmer glasses <laughs> on. I've been wearing those a lot lately because of the TV show. <laughs> but, you just got to uh, stare at people and give them awkward looks from across the room when you're at college. Yeah, dude. It is. Freak them out, have y'all watched you know that? All those college kids are, wearing that sh- are watching that shit. Have you watched? <laughs> they told me about it. They were like, you should watch it. And I was like, okay. Uh, have y'all watched it at all, though? The Dahmer show on Netflix? Gabby's been watching. I haven't watched it yet. I, dude, I, I tried to. I, I'm watching it. You know, when I'm by myself, and um, I, it's a good show. Like Evan Peters, yes, as an actor, he's doing a great job. But I don't like that they're kind of they do. It's kind of back and forth. Like they romanticize him as a character. You know, like and they kind of make him seem like just a regular like gay dude who's a little kinky. Uh, but then they do kind of focus on the. Uh, the uh the, the victims a lot more towards the end which i do appreciate i think if you're going to do something about a serial killer you got to humanize the victims more than you do the killer um but it's funny That's the whole you- thing with netflix though is that with all their documentaries all their movies they try to like normalize and make you feel bad for the bad guy and everything well did you hear the blur that line did you hear the story that like uh lgbtqia plus activists were freaking out because Netflix put a, you know how they tag their shows like comedy, drama, stand-up, documentary. They tagged mm-hmm. it with like horror, murder, thriller, LGBTQ+. And the the, the activists freaked <laughs> out. They were like, funny. this isn't the representation we want. And it's like, but he was gay, <laughs> right? I mean, it's yeah, but I, it was weird, man. I, I don't watch shit like that most of the time on Netflix just because I feel like it's going to be a limited hangout. They're going to like fucking cut out like the real juicy shit. Yeah. And then also, I don't, dude, I kind of know the story about Dahmer and I don't really need to see him like jerking off over like somebody's <laughs> dead body or something. Like that. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking like reading that article, I was like, oh, I bet if they didn't tag it with lgbtq plus they would still be just as mad like there's no you winning what's funny with man these i heard that jeffrey dahmer actually like put out a statement uh before he died and he had put out a statement because he because he had been killing so many black like gay black men he put out a statement that he wasn't racist he had to make sure you knew that he wasn't <laughs> racist it was just in his neighborhood there was a lot of black men and so that's why he had killed so many black people and he was so attracted okay to them. that he was a weird like necrophiliac psycho serial killer but I'm not, not racist, a racist. <laughs> I feel like that's a sign that you're racist, though. If you have to say that you're not racist, well, no, I think he, I think he genuinely was just attracted to uh, young black, young black men. I think he was just like into that. You know, I know a lot I'm of gay not dudes who are I'm the opposite. Yeah, I love them. That's <laughs> that's so fun. okay. We're gonna change the subject. Let's get into the show, guys. We <laughs> had enough touch, but and also thank you everybody in the chat. It's popping off. Shout out to Brody, the Secret Squirrel podcast. I just did a show with him last night, and uh, 
something happened when the with the internet. It, not, it was weird. Like my screen went black and just like more Morse code started popping in. And he he recognized. It. He was like, "That's Morse code." And I was like, "No fucking way." And he was like, "Dude, that was Morse code." And I was like, "Oh shit!" So I'm gonna isolate it, make a clip, and I'm gonna put it on the internet and see if someone can decipher it because mm-hmm. I'm very curious. So with that, uh, Shane, do you want you want to start tonight? You want me to start tonight? I got a short clip. Uh, we can start with yours. I feel like mine will be one funny and also possibly make you rant. So we'll, we'll end oh, okay, with you're gonna make me pop off at the end here when I've had when pop I've had off, two more beers. All right. So as we all know, the pipeline, <laughs> Nord Stream pipeline. Uh, I think both of them, uh, were sabotaged or damaged, and there's leaks in the Black Sea or the Baltic Sea, whatever it is. And um, uh, immediately people were like, "Oh, the U.S. did it." And uh, not just Russia. It wasn't just Russia saying, oh, the U.S. did it. It was like people in the United States were like, oh, we did that for sure. And uh, here's a clip from, I want to say, back earlier this year before the war, before uh, Russia invaded Ukraine, of Biden saying what would happen if... Just look at that face. You know he did it. Well, (laughs) this is before everything happened, but also... This is a different Biden mask. This is like Biden. Yeah, like, dude, that's what I was going to say. He doesn't look real. This is like yeah, Biden, like 1.9. And now we're on like Biden, like 3.4. Because every time he falls over or anything, like they have to replace the mask, you know, with a new one. So this is that they one. Gotta <laughs> take the old mask to remake the new mask. So it keeps getting shittier each time, just like cloning. Oh, yeah, that we've talked about on the show. So here's the clip. 40, 40 seconds. Here we go. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if uh, if Russia invades. Uh, OK, I'm going to pause it right be- there. He said if Germany. Right. And I've heard theories that this whole Russia, Ukraine thing is literally just to fuck Germany over. But I'll, I'll say that and we'll continue. It's tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But what what, how will you how will you do that exactly? We will stop it. <laughs> since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control, we will. Uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. <laughs> Why uh, did I know he was going to answer like that? Don't worry about it. We'll do it. We'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. Don't worry. Did I you promise. See that? He he stopped himself. He was like, "Look, bitch," and he was he had to stop himself. We'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. I promise. Well, we got it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't think about it's it. It's like just, when you ask your dad, like, Dad, are, are, are we going to be okay? Like, are, are, what's going on? And he's like, don't worry, son. I'll take care of it. Even though shit, like, he's not, you know, he's freaking out. <laughs> oh, So uh, what are y'all's thoughts on this, this whole situation? That clip was from months ago. That clip was from months ago. It's been going around uh, immediately when the pipeline bust uh uh, this this clip resurfaced and everyone was like, "Well, he said it." So uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Let's whoever wants to pipe in. Dude, geopolitically, there's a lot of interesting shit going on with fucking Russia. And sometimes I think it's all fucking staged and bullshit, and everyone's just playing their fucking part because I think they want World War Three. Because I think with this crisis, with this chaos, and they get to like enact more control. Um, and I think they've been looking for another cre- like crisis and chaos. Because obviously the Middle East doesn't do it anymore. It's like we're the fucking Jetsons and they're the Flintstones, and nobody fucking is afraid of the Middle East anymore. Like you know what I mean? Uh, so I think they want their big bad scary. Uh, so the military industrial complex, I think, wants that. But as far as like the gas thing goes, I just think it's funny. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like you were saying that you thought that this was an attack on Germany. I think it's just making Germany like heal and making them uh, basically obey America. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah. Yeah, I think with this, w- w- with the the gas line actually being damaged and no way to repair it in the immediate future, I think this just takes all bargaining chips off the table now, right? Because Europe, at some, you know, once it starts getting cold here in the next month or so, they could have been like, okay, Russia, we're, we're freezing to death, we're dying, we need energy, what can we do to like work things out? And they would say, stop fucking with Ukraine, let us do our thing, and we'll move on. And Europe would have been like, okay, we'll make it out, okay, but don't come this far. You know, peace, they could have ended things with a peace treaty. Um, I think, and I we talked about this with uh, Brody last night, um, that is now off the table for both sides. Russia was making bank off these pipelines. You think they could, and it's flowing from Russia to Germany, you think they could have just you know, twisted that crank a little bit and turned it off if they really wanted to turn it off. Russia did. Um, so I think, right, I think the only people or the, the party that this benefits is the United States because now they're in full control of the situation. They have, now we're shipping gas and oil to Europe and it, and Russia is now can take all that gas and stuff and use it for themselves. So I think it's just, it, it basically took the chips off the table and now you just got to play with the hand that you have. There's nothing else you can do. What the fuck is Europe going to do when they realize America did it, though? Like, <laughs> they're not going to do shit because they're a bunch of cuck boys. <laughs> That's it. They're not going to do anything. Uh, they're not going to do anything, I promise. <laughs> Shane, what are your thoughts on all this, man? Um, I haven't actually followed this too much, but what's the whole like conspiracy with the whole thing with Germany? Well, so the the pipeline, the Nord Stream 1 and 2, run from Russia to through Germany. Uh, and then from Germany, it gets distributed out to the other countries. And Germany is the buffer between Western Europe and Eastern Europe. It's like right in the middle. I mean, that's it's always been that way. Um, that's why, you know, the Nazis uh, in World War One and World War Two fought a two front war because they're right in the middle. Right. And, uh, you know, Germany has they've just gotten a little, uh, you know, a little antsy lately. And I think that this whole. Russia Ukraine thing at least from our the the United States perspective is is to fucking like like Nate said fucking k- put the kibosh on Germany and make them fucking heal to whatever we want to do um and it, of course it's going to affect a lot of innocent people i mean already like the germans are they're just so cucked um they and they have been for a long time that i, they, I don't even think they know what to do anymore they're just like well okay um i have heard things on unfortunately on 4chan that uh, a lot of uh, German citizens are going to start doing protests uh, October 1st all over the country and actually, like, want to th- overthrow the government. I don't know. It's 4chan. Is, it, is that unfortunate? I don't know. <laughs> no, I meant unfortunate I mean, that I heard it on 4chan. That's oh, okay. that's what I'm saying. Because uh, <laughs> it could be nonsense. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, so that's kind of the beneath the layers. Like, there's lots of layers to this geopolitical conflict. I think Germany plays a key role at least as a pawn in the game. Um, and obviously Ukraine is the armpit of the world where everybody does their dirty work and their money laundering and their prostitution and their drug running and their weapons running. I mean, that's where that all happens. So we know what's going on in Ukraine, um, but Germany is going to be, they're going to take the brunt of it, I believe. Um, and then I think, uh, you know, there's a real threat of uh, some nuclear stuff going on, which I don't want to see. Think so you think it's just saber rattling? You just bluffing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I mean, fuck, they might happen right now, but I don't think so. 
Um, and it, it just a little bit more backstory. Europe was fucked the minute they started the European Union when they all started like working in unison and like had one group of dickheads that could like make geopolitical decisions for like the entire continent. Basically. Unelected. And they're all unelected, yeah. too. Totally. Yeah. And and so that was the thing is like where we would talk about climate change faggotry, they actually fucking meant it. And so they like they shut down their nuclear, they shut down like coal, they shut down all this kind of fucking all this kind of shit, natural gas lines and things like that. And we're talking a big game because they all of them wanted to get to this like 2030 agenda type of like zero emission type of thing that is absolute horseshit. But secretly they know that none of those fucking like the electricity and all that kind of wind kind of bullshit isn't actually going to fucking do anything. Like it's not going to help when they're freezing their fucking ass off. Yeah. And so they've been secretly buying a fuck ton of oil and they made themselves completely dependent on Russia. And so when this fucking went down, America's like, fuck, we need all of Europe to fucking be on our side and be and like do what we fucking say mm-hmm. or we're fucked because we're going to look like big pussies because we're not actually going to do anything. And so uh, that's why they had to like sever that tie with because otherwise, dude, they're going to have like, well, they're going to have it now that fucking dark winter that everyone's been talking yeah, about. And, and who is literally going to freeze to death? Who historically thrives in winter? The fucking Russians. <laughs> Napoleon invaded Russia in winter, got his ass kicked. Uh, Germany invaded Russia in Europe or in winter twice, got their asses kicked. I mean, it is a bad move, but I think once it starts getting cold, that ground starts freezing over, dude. Shit is gonna get wild because then Russia has free reign on the entire con- the at least the eastern part of the continent of Europe. It's gonna get wild, man. Um, and you're right. Everything you just said, I think, is exactly right. This was a bunch of uh, p- posturing and pandering, um, and now they're they're caught with their pants down, literally. So that Shane, that's what's going on. Shane, do you now? Do you have any thoughts on it? <laughs> so wait, are you saying that you guys think that something big's going to happen with Russia because they're waiting for winter specifically? Well, someone was telling me this, that like right now, all of that like land between Ukraine and Russia, like there's a lot of wetlands and shit and it's all like, it's wet right now. It's all fucking muddy. And that as soon as it freezes over, they can move their tanks across. That's what someone was saying. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I think they, that Ukraine is probably real fucked when winter comes because the Russians like winter, they're fine with it. And then they can move all their heavy equipment in there and really stick their dick really good and hard and deep. In Ukraine, Ukraine's butt. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, man. It's. Uh, I think also a big part of it is not just the EU, but NATO. I mean, since the fall of the Soviet Union, um, you know, NATO has expanded. Russia, I mean, they did a little bit of expansion in Georgia and in Ukraine back in 2014 with, like, Crimea. But they re- the real aggressors in this, and I hate to say it, but it is NATO. They've been pushing the I love to say it. Fuck NATO. They they keep pushing it further and further and further. So now, like half of NATO is on Russia's border, and they swore that they were not going to move an inch east of Berlin. Yep, it was literally Berlin was was like that's where the there. Yeah, yep. And it's just kept going, kept going all these for the last thirty years. And uh, I even and Putin said when he first got into office, like this is a red line for me. And, you know, like, we, we don't want to fuck with you guys. We don't want to, you know, we don't want you to fuck with us, but don't do this, right? Don't do, don't 
keep doing this with NATO because I just said it's uh, so the, I guess a comparison that I heard today was like, imagine that Russia installed a pro uh, Russia government in fucking Canada. Right. And started moving like, you know, missile launchers and, and heavy and in Mexico. That's exactly how it is. Yeah. yeah. And how would we react? We'd be like, Fuck you, motherfuckers! We're gonna and kill in the Caribbean. Yeah, and in yeah. <laughs> all these places. So, I I think a lot of people. I, I I think Nate, you're right that the military industrial complex wants a good. They need some fucking money, baby. They, they need, need some, a believable enemy. They need they some, need someone that the Americans will rally behind and go, "Oh my God, they're scary." Bitch, don't you want to start making some real fucking money? They want to make some real fucking money. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, man, Afghanistan, we lost all our shit there. We need some fucking money, baby. Let's go. So, uh, yeah, I think we can uh, wrap that topic up there unless there's any final thoughts before we move on. (laughs) Oh, man. It's going to get wild, guys. I bought some iodine tablets today. I bought some iodine tablets uh, just in case. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, it's good for you in general. But uh, okay, I'll just die. I don't care. Yeah, I live like 30 dude, miles. It's going to hit me. And then, dude, what do you think those iodine tablets are actually going to do? If they fucking nuke us, you're going to get cancer in your dick or you're going to be dead in a flash of a second. So I either or. Yeah, I, uh, I'd rather just be a puff. I'd rather be missed. That's true. Man, all this survival food then. Maybe I should just stop buying groceries and just eat up the survival food. (laughs) Buy survival food and bullets. Yeah, fuck the iodine. Yeah, dude. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. Uh, Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) But iodine is good for you as as just a supplement. It's not bad for you. It's good for you. Um, As Alex Jones says, it's good. You need iodine. We have a a fantastic comment in the thread I want to address. Uh, Frantic Missy says, does Ukraine have beer-flavored titties? (laughs) <laughs> and why does everyone want it so much? Uh, that area of the world has been fought over for over a millennia. Um, because it's the fucking breadbasket of Europe. Because literally you can survive in fucking Ukraine. Like, And also, Russia desperately needs it as a buffer between mm-hmm. them and the West. Well, and, and so they're literally willing to fucking die and nuke the fuck out of us over it. Well, And like the, the Russian people, like the, the ethnic Russians, like Russia started in ukraine like kiev is like the ancient the the ancient uh you know foundings of russia is in kiev um and missy says did you know there are pyramids in ukraine i have heard things about that that's also very interesting very interesting stuff are they still there it's rubbleization dude they're gonna rubbleize send the bechtel boys in to uh a ton of hunter biden's baby mamas too home home Sorry, we didn't start the show that way. Um, That's how we got to end it. Um. We'll end the show that way. Okay. All right. So uh, with that, Nate, I'm going to move to your clips, man. I've got uh, four links here. Where would you like me to start? I got it in order. Okay, in order. So we'll start with the first one. Open link and new tab. And uh, let me share my screen here real quick. This is going to be fun. Do you need to preface it first? Yeah, is there anything you want to you wanna just dive Balls deep. Just throw it in there. Yeah, All right, we're going we... in raw. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, let me, I'm going to turn the volume down and read the, the subtitles. Here we go. Uh, Please read it to me, Carl. I can't read. I know. I, I can barely read. So right. this is the problem. Okay, so this is in Spain. This is their, uh, what the fuck do you call that? The diversity minister or something like that? The problem, first of all, is that they have a diversity minister. Like, 
Anyways, whatever. All right. Yeah, I know who. Yeah, she's got some weird title in the government. All right. So, so it says, but to talk about sex education, for example, sino para hablar de educación sexual, por ejemplo, que es un derecho which is a right of boys and girls, Madam Deputy, regardless of who their families are, because all the boys, the girls, the children X of this country have the right, half the right to get to know their own bodies, to know that no adult can touch their body if they do not want them to. If they do not want them to, and that is a form of violence. Children have the right to know that they can love or have sexual relations with whomever they want to, based, of course, on consent. As And these are acknowledged rights that they have and that you don't like. Okay, I think the first problem here is that children can't consent, but uh, we'll mm -hmm. continue on to the next clip. You well, want me to just what go was ahead? up with the children should be able to have sexual encounters with whoever they want to. with whoever they want children x should be able to have sex with whoever they want <laughs> yeah all right okay. so what? should yeah, we just go to the next, next clip all right here we go uh oh okay let me restart it is this here one in english yes yes turn it up sweet Oh, this is Stacey Abrams. Here we go. There is no such thing as a heartbeat in six weeks. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body away from her. Okay, so she, one, she talks nonsense. She says that there's no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks. I'm assuming she's talking about uh, in, mm -hmm. in, the, in a fetus. Okay, yep. so no such it's thing a as a heartbeat. manufactured sound. That's what she says. Manufactured. Heartbeats don't exist. Don't exist. Yeah. Okay. We've we. I mean, I. Well, you don't have kids, right, Kyle? No, I'm but, working on okay. it. Okay. <laughs> but Shane, we've all. Okay. This have you seen this one yet? Right. This one's fucking great. I've seen things about it. I've not seen it. All right. Here we go. Rapper twerks at Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Oh, they're censored out the asses. <laughs> Okay, so uh, she ain't fixing to have no baby. You know, she ain't going to have that. And she's even calling it. I have no beep sliding out of me. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, and she's got murder on her mind. So uh, that's that's fantastic. So this one, I'm going to have to be quick about it. Let me, it's an Instagram link. It's just going to play automatically. Uh, okay. So this is the last one, and this is so we can talk about the first three actually. If you want to do that first, okay, yeah, let's pause and, yeah. and do that. Okay. Um. Okay. So I mean, the first three, <laughs> you fucking yeah, unloaded on us. Think about that. You fucking unloaded on us, dude. I, I. Yeah. So to me, I think this is <laughs> all of this stuff: the the abortion stuff, the kids, uh, you know, having a sex with adults, and you know, babies not having a heartbeat. It's all an attack on. Uh, the family, I think it's also all a lot of like modern day eugenics that has been kind of evolved since like the 30s. Like, I mean, where do you think Hitler got his ideas for eugenics? 
uh, it's from the United States. Like we were the people who were like, yes, that's a great idea. And uh, then once Hitler started doing it, we were like, oh, 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 better, better chill on that. Um, so I think this is just modern day eugenics. I think they want to kill minorities. I think they want to kill poor people. And how I look at all this stuff is there are two kinds of people in this world, right? Because you can connect climate change to this as well. There are two kinds of people in this world. There are people who want more people and people who want less people. And I think this is all from from those who want less people. Um, that's just that's just me. So well, I see that you got one. <clears throat> A stockpile for the elites, <laughs> because one, if you're talking about children should be able to have sex with whoever they want, that sounds like you're getting into that whole like minor attracted persons type thing. And you can get the <laughs> fuck out of here with that shit. And then <laughs> when you get into the other side of stuff, they're trying to, you know, scare people away from having families because if it's not the right time, they can't do whatever about it. And in turn, maybe they're just stockpiling for the elites. They got more babies to eat because if people can't get rid of them. They got nowhere to go. They can go into the system and then they disappear into the system. And you know, they got more food and they got more, whatever the fuck they want to do with children, I guess. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, Nate, <laughs> lay it down for us, brother. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, as far as the abortion stuff goes, man, like I honestly, I think that Planned Parenthood and abortion clinics are a way that maybe actually saves some children. Now that sounds fucked up and weird. Now, now stay with me. I think that these elites take those baby products and make all kinds of serums out of them and eat it and do all kinds of rituals with these little fetus and dead bodies. And at least that these are women that gave up their babies freely. That's really fucked up to say, and I don't like it because I'm, I'm pro-life, but I think if we actually outlawed abortion, I think that these fucking freaks would start having to sacrifice wild babies more wild babies because i think they do that too but i honestly think that they use aborted like fetuses and things like that for serums and things like that for longevity and mm -hmm. lifespan because these are sick fucks uh but it's really fucked up and at least okay so stacy abrams is a cunt um yes and a liar hey I, I, I guarantee you, out of all the things we said tonight that statement right there is what will get us kicked off youtube but i'm okay with it at this I point. Say I'm in, it's fine we're good <laughs> <laughs> i say all kinds of, dude yeah i say wild shit and i don't get well i, I got a strike the other day for biblical flat earth i got that's what i got a fucking strike for seriously and, oh god Dude. This is why I don't even fuck with YouTube, bro. Because it's just everybody just has issues. They tried to demonetize me on Instagram, and I was like, whoa, bro, I didn't even get a strike. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, man. Not that I Wild it, shit. But, you know, it's just like, fuck off. It's the principle of the matter. Well, so. Uh, the rapper lady, though? Yeah. She was honest. Yeah. Stacey Abrams is a fucking liar. That bitch, she might be saying something terrible, but she's being honest. And then the first one, what the fuck was the first one? Uh, that was the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Spanish. so basically, what I what I'm trying to lay out with these three videos is we are basically letting these fucking crazy leftist, progressive, fucking communists take over and go too far. And I think you're gonna watch the fourth video, and then you're gonna, anyways, watch the fourth video. Well, right. I mean, they're just trying to make it crazy on both sides is another way to polarize people on top of that. Sure. Because it's like you have to be one or the other. Nobody, like, you know, you, you look you got looked at it like you're an asshole if you're just kind of in the middle of anything, you know what I mean? Like, they want you to be an extremist on either side to prove your point, otherwise you're a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, real quick, though, before I play the video, I love this video you shared, Nate, of the tinfoil man. <laughs> it cracked me out. The tinfoil. Man. Okay, we'll play the clip. Here we go. 
Potrei farne tante altre di queste domande. Oh, this is what we are about doing here today. Why is the family an enemy? Why is the family so frightening? The single answer to all these questions, because it defines us. It is our identity. Because everything that defines us is now an enemy for those who would like us to no longer have an identity and to be simply perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity. They attack religious identity. They attack gender identity. They attack family identity. I can't define myself as an Italian Christian woman, mother, no. I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two. I must be a number. Because when I am only a number, when I no longer have an identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators. The perfect consumer. Okay. That's the reason why. That's why we inspire so much fear. That's why this event inspires so much fear. Because we do not want to be numbers. We will defend the value of the human being. Every single human being. Because each of us has a unique genetic code that is unrepeatable. Ooh. And like it or not, that is sacred. We will defend it. We will defend God, country, and family. Those things that disgust people so much, we will do it to defend our freedom. Because we will never be slaves and simple consumers at the mercy of financial speculators. That is our mission. That is why I came here today. Chesterton wrote more than a century ago. Let's see if I can find it. She's looking for her notes. <laughs> Fires will be kindled to testify that two and two make four. Swords will be drawn to prove that leaves are green in summer. The time has arrived. We are ready. Thank you. Grazie. <laughs> Uh, viva Italia, baby. Um, as an Italian myself, uh, uh, I appreciate that. And uh, she's uh, she's actually kind of cute. Um, I've heard uh, <laughs> that's so. For those who don't know, that's the new elected uh, prime minister of Italy, uh, Giorgia Mil Milani, Maloney. Um, people are calling her fascist. All this stuff uh, because of the things that she just said. But I will say, I've you know looked into her a little bit. Uh, she's pro-vaccine, she's pro-EU, uh, she's pro-Ukraine, she's pro-vaccine passport. Like, she was the first, her party was the first Locus party to be fuck. like, let's do the vaccine passport and stuff. So, I don't know, she maybe talks a good game in uh, public, but I like what she says. It's not bad. <laughs> she's got a way yeah. to talk, and I'll give her that, though. Because she definitely seems like she can rile up a crowd. She's got that enthusiasm. <laughs> no matter what message she's preaching, like, she's going to get people to follow it, because she's got that, like you know, just follow me kind of esque to the way she speaks. Mm -hmm. She's a right wing populist, dude. That's what she is. See, this is what I was going to try to say is like, uh, this is a, a point that Stefan Molyneux made. Um, I don't know, a couple years ago, if you guys know who Stefan Molyneux is a uh, pretty cool philosopher. Um, he made this point that like fascism always arrives as a reaction to communism. So like when Communism took over Europe the first time. That's when the fascism arose out of that to oppose it. 
And what I honestly think is this rubber band is getting pulled back so far by people like Stacey Abrams trying to now, like they try to rewrite history, try to like double speak, try to tell you that like, there's not even a fucking heartbeat at six weeks. Uh, then you have people like that, whoever that fucking terrible woman is telling you, like we got murder on our mind. So be like, shout your abortion. It's great. Like, I'm not going to let some N word slide out of me, you know, like that kind yeah. of just horrible shit. And then they're pushing, like trying to fuck the kids and they're pushing like, Oh, kids should be able to choose their gender and fuck anyone they want. Like, I think that we are going to have a hard reaction Yes. And it might not be something that we want. It might go a lot further than we want because I like that lady is pseudo fascist, dude. If you look into some of their ties, um, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, she yeah. does talk a good game, but I don't, I don't buy her shit. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I agree, man. She's a liar. I think I, I've been kind of worried about this lately too, is with this, like, like you mentioned that that rubber band being pulled back. I mean, politics especially over time is a pendulum, right? It's always going one way and back the other way. And I think we've just gone so far one way to the left and people just keep pushing that pendulum until they can't hold it anymore. And eventually it's going to fucking swing back so There's far the other way. In the streets, dude. It's going to be all of those like fucking trannies reading to book, like little kids, like their library shit. Like there's going to be a point when the right says, fuck this no more. And they're going to hang those faggots in the streets. It's yeah. Gonna be, gonna, there's a law it's that gonna passes. be terrible, dude. And like, I don't want that to happen. I want gay people to be gay. I want like straight people to be straight. I want people to fucking live. I'm a libertarian. I don't want all this crazy. Fucking exactly. Shit. Dude. But I think it's going to get there because we've let them push it too far. They push the and, Uberton window too far to the left. And I think there's going to be huge fucking reaction. And I think, I think it's, also it's, um, it's not even, you know, the left always complains about like a like a hands made tell tale future of like they're um, making it happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're yes. they're pushing this so far that the only reasonable, I mean not reasonable, but the only response that people are going to make is a far right Christian authoritarianism type situation, which I don't think any of us want. We might that's consider ourselves on the right either, only dude. because, as you said, yeah. the Overton window has shifted so far to the left that anyone. Center or right of center is considered far right wing. And I think it's just, it's going to be fucking insane, dude. And I don't want that either. I mean, obviously God, family, country. Yes, those are great things. But like that, that doesn't mean like that I want gay. I mean, I have like half my family is fucking gay and I love them all so much. They're great people. Uh, it, it's, it, it's just insane, dude. It's just insane. Shane. Hey, oh God. Uh, sh <laughs> Hey, Shane, Shane, what's up? Shane, Shane, what were you going to say, brother? <laughs> Oh, no, I was just going to say, I feel like the blood's going to hit the streets when they finally pass a law that makes it so that somebody can actually legally have sex with a minor. And then the first person to fuck the wrong person's kid is going to get murdered, and then that's going to start the wave where everything rushes back. Because I feel like it's going to get pushed that far. So there's a written law that gives somebody permission, and then... After There's going to be enough of those things that like happened in Virginia. You remember that uh, there was, they let trannies in the bathrooms with the fucking, with the opposite sex. And that one girl, she got fucking sexually assaulted. Right. And she, got she got sodomized. She got sodomized at a high school bathroom or a middle school bathroom. Her dad showed up to the fucking teacher's conference or whatever, whatever the fuck it is called, uh, the teacher, parent, con whatever. Anyways, whatever, school board, school board meeting, the school board. 
And he was like, what the fuck? They called the cops. They fucking, like, roughed him up and dragged him out of there with his underwear. Like, do you remember that his pants were down? Out, out and that's what started they the FBI investigation into all, any basically anybody who shows up at a school board meeting is a domestic terrorist. Fucking terrorist. You know what's fucked up, too, is that that same student that did that apparently went to another school and did the same thing to somebody else. Yeah, because they didn't stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he went and did it to another person. Yeah. yeah. Um, ah, fuck, what was I going to say? I can't... Even after this dad's flipping out, and that's still, like, you know, they still considered a domestic terrorist, even though the kid that he was writing about did something even way worse than he ever did. It's just going to take a couple more cases like that, and there's going to be a fucking straw that breaks the camel's back. It's going to get ugly. Yeah. Like I said, touch the wrong person's kid, bro. It's not going to be a, I'm going to go to a PTO meeting. It's going to be a, I'm going to wait till that kid pops out of his house in the morning and go to school and take his ass out. Yeah, there's so I I would I say over ten years ago I read a a teen fiction series called Unwind. I think I've mentioned it on the show before, uh, where it's basically post it's in the in the you know near future, um, and it's post the Second American Civil War, and so the preface of this whole book series is that the Second American Civil War was fought over the abortion issue. And the, the, you know, it was a big war, a lot of people died, and then the, the solution to the war, the peace treaty or whatever, was um, abortion in the womb would be outlawed. You could not do abortions in the womb. But the compromise was, so you, let's say you wanted to abort your kid or whatever, you had to wait until they were at least 13 years old, and you had, you had between the ages of 13 and 18 to what they call what the the book says unwind them basically they would get harvested for their body parts and their organs and things like that so that way you could you could raise your kid until they were 13 and then you had a 5 year window to decide whether or not you wanted to abort them and then but the compromise was that they're uh I guess in the book the the right wing or whatever was like okay then most people want to keep their kids they'll love them and then the other side was like, okay, if we abort them, we can use their body parts for like people who need them and stuff like that. But that w- I just find that as a fascinating uh, concept for a book series. It's actually a good a book a good book series. It wouldn't be a bad read for an adult now. It'd be a pretty. It quick- sounds like China in about five years. Well, they're already doing that with yeah, the Falun Gong like and stuff. A decade ago. Yeah, yeah but they got they got to legalize it somehow. So you know, it is legal it illegally. So now they're tra- they got to find a way to make it so it's internationally legal. Yeah, but I, I'm just the people. <laughs> I was just saying that that's an interesting. Th- you know, the whole premise of the book was that the Second Civil War was fought on abortion, and um, no one really thinks that abortion would be an issue. But I think when you combine it with the grooming of children, the the indoctrination in schools. I the, think the if minor attracted perpins banned, we would see a civil war over it. And that's why when Lindsey Graham and. a couple weeks ago put a a bill into the Senate to a uh, national uh, ban on abortion after 15 weeks, I was like, dude, what are you doing? This only helps the other side because no, most people are going to be like, why would you, like because that? Because he works for the other side. That's exactly yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably honestly all intentional, just for the fact that there's a bunch of elections coming up. Because it seems like there's two people running for each state, and one of them is pro-abortion, and one's against abor- You know, against abortion or whatever. They're, they're no, you're right, sides. dude. Because I don't. Pretty much what it comes down to is everybody's picking their political candidate this time off of if they're pro or against. Abortion, Meanwhile, you know I mean? they're all globalist shills. <laughs> yeah, honestly, they're, they're all the same people, but they just project that message, and then you know, at least that way, they can kind of tell where the majority. It's of Coke and Pepsi, bro. 
Coke and, Pe- Coke well, and Pepsi. Pepsi's it's dog shit. I'll say that. Yeah. Pepsi's dog water, dude. Uh, except that Crystal Pepsi. Y'all remember Crystal Pepsi? It was like the clear Pepsi. It tasted like a Coke product, but it was not like a Sprite. You know, it wasn't like a Sprite. It was like a dark soda, but it was clear. That was that was some good shit. Uh, if you can find it nowadays, send me some. <laughs> clear Pepsi. Pepsi Crystal. Oh, God. But, yeah, I think that, that this all, all this shit is just, as Shane said, it's just to get uh, people riled up for the elections. I've been saying this for, like, the last six months, maybe even the last year. I don't think we're – I said – I've said that I don't think we'll have a 2024 election and possibly not a 2022 election. I honestly, I think next month is going to get real wild. There could be some sort of global conflict where, uh, or, or perhaps a domestic situation at home where we won't be able to have a legitimate election, uh, legitimate in air quotes, of course, but I don't think we're, something's going to happen because they the, the the powers that be can't let this uh, a, a real election go through and if it goes south again as we saw in 2020 I think a lot of people are gonna just throw their hands up if it if it doesn't work out again because like we caught them in the the you know the fuckery that was happening uh and if they try the same shit again it's gonna be pretty obvious even to people who didn't believe it the first time right? Um, so I think there's going to be some, some sort of situation that, uh, won't allow for a, um, election this, this upcoming cycle. Man, we got a really fucked up, like prime time age gap. You know what I mean? Like if it wasn't for all this shit going on, yeah, we probably wouldn't be sitting here doing a podcast. So that's like a positive to it. But like overall, like we got a pretty shitty cut of this man we got like three years in the middle where we couldn't really do much we're still kind of barely able to do shit by the time everything goes semi back to normal if it ever does we're gonna be like too old to Dude, really enjoy shit Shane, you know what I'm i've saying? had this thought since i was in fourth grade i have always for, since fourth grade i've thought that i have been the last generation to do cool shit um i because in where that started was we would uh the fifth graders would always go to this camp Right. Uh, for a fifth grade, like it was like a week long field trip where they go to a camp and they do camp stories and like build fires and you sleep in a cabin. It was like a big thing that the school district did. And everyone in elementary school looked forward to doing that in fifth grade. I was the last class that was able to do that. And from then on, they did some gay shit after that. And same with like high school, like, you know, they changed shit after I left. Same with like everything that's happening in the world, at least from my perspective, I feel like I'm the last one that gets to do it. Um, it's interesting. I'll probably never, I, I, shit, I'll probably buy the last house in America that's able to be bought. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like shit is just getting fucking wild and also shout out to the chat y'all are popping off tonight i see a lot of butt Fuck fucking yeah. see lots of butt fucks lots of tyranny uh missy's in the chat uh Amit's in the ch- it's just popping off thank you guys so much this is uh this is spicy i love it uh thanks for not watching tim pool and watching us instead <laughs> <laughs> i made a song no, i mean honestly though it's because the next generation after you is where i feel like everybody starts to get like weak weak you know what i mean dude like, i work the with last generation where you could actually like Say something to somebody without worrying about them having to go. Dude, find a safe I got place punched go cry, in the face know? as a kid. How old are you? I just turned twenty six. I born in ninety six. Okay. I just turned twenty six. So I'm on we the tail end. I'm on the tail end of millennial and at the cusp of Gen Z. I'm I'm considered yeah. a millennial, but I'm on the tail end of 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 it. Um, and I like I say, like this generation coming up, like the eighteen to twenty four year olds, they've never been fucking punched in the face. 
Uh, and they don't know how to talk to people. True. I literally talked to like 18 year olds and they can only speak in TikTok terms. Like they kept, I'll have a conversation with, with someone and they'll just keep going like slay, slay boss, slay queen, girl boss. Yeah. And I've asked them to define these terms. Like, can you tell me what a girl boss is? And they're like, well, it's not a noun. It's a verb. Like and aesthetic? I'm like, I hear that one all the time. I'm like, do you know what that word means? Or when they say gaslight, and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. How does that mean that you're making somebody feel like they're crazy? They can only speak in TikTok terms. And they're like, oh, did you see that TikTok about that? Or TikTok said this. And I was like, oh, my God, you don't know anything. (laughs) Dude, you're really prefacing my clip. I kind of dig it. This is a good segue. Oh, should we we move on to the next clip? You're going to love it after having this conversation, bro. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Missy says Kyle's too cool to function. Thanks, Missy. And and Brody says Kyle's still a wee one, 26. Hey, I'm an old soul, Brody. You know this. I'm an old soul. Hey, and I'm in in the middle of both you guys. I got two kids, but I'm 28, so I got a little bit of Nate and a little bit of of Kyle. Uh, Missy Missy says we should start a nonprofit. Just go around and punch him in the face <laughs> for charity. <laughs> I would gladly be the enforcer for that one. I would love to hit some. No, I'll be. I'll handle the books, dude. I don't. I don't want to punch people. Like I'm not a violent person, but I'll handle the books for sure, and I'll schedule it. <laughs> schedule. I'll just hurt him with microaggressions. I'll yeah. just walk around and call him faggot. That's the thing, like, I'm the last generation that can say fag or retard, because, like, when we I grew up, yeah, when your I was best kid, friend you know, we was a retarded it. faggot. I mean, yeah. that's what you called your friend, like, you fucking retarded faggot, and I'm, so, I mean, I'm sorry, YouTube, but I'm just saying, like, that's what we, that's what you called the people you loved. That, do you hey, guys remember those commercials that, when you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's fucking gay. And, dude, I know gay people in my life that'll look at something and go, that's fucking gay. That commercial yeah. is fucking gay. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It's 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 insane. Like, and, and I think, so when you say fag, if you call someone a faggot, that's not a microaggression. That's an aggression, right? A microaggression is when you... Uh, I'm talking about a bundle of sticks, bro. I don't call someone about. the wrong pronoun or like... So I, I work in a liberal arts university right so like i have to deal with this shit on a daily basis eight hours a day and like people will just have a different name depending on the day they'll have a different name like they'll they'll just make up names and not tell anybody and part of it's not i don't think a lot all of it's like a gender thing it's just like they just want to come up with new names and they don't tell anybody and so we'll be like i'll read their name off the like hey so and so so and so and they're like it's actually this now and i'm like uh okay well whatever you want but i have no legal obligation to call you that right there's nothing in the in the code of conduct or the fucking rules of law that say i have to do and that's what jordan that's what jordan peterson's whole deal was about was like you can call yourself whatever you want but you have no obligate you can't force me to call you whatever you want and matt walsh made a great point saying like if you can choose your pronouns and i can choose my fucking adjectives you have to call refer to me as smart and handsome Every time you refer to me, say I'm smart and handsome. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to just come up with a new name. I'm going to be Megatron, uh, you know, Deluxe. And you have to call me fucking uh, uh, well-hung and, uh, you know, sexy as fuck. That's what you have to call me every time you refer to me. Like, hey, Megatron over there, he's fucking well-hung and sexy as fuck, but he's kind of being an asshole today. That's fine. But as long as you preface it with Megatron Deluxe is sexy and well-hung, we're all good. Right, <laughs> you gotta start every sentence with that. That's you have to. You have to. Dude, 
Speaking of crazy shit today with some more young kids, dude. So I'm driving home from work today, and I see a group of people walking home from high school. They're all wearing backpacks and shit. I see one girl. She's wearing a full-on, like, fuzzy hood. Like, when I say or furry hood, you know, like, the, the animal head thing. She's got, like, a tail on. She's wearing, like, the gloves and shit. And I'm just like, bruh, I don't think she put that on after school. I think that the school legitimately lets her wear that there. Yeah, the like, only the like fuck? thing I can get behind with that is like uh not like with high school kids, but like a, a butt plug with a tail on it. I don't mind that so much. Like that's not terrible, right? Uh but wearing a, that at school though? Oh, not at school, no. No. No, it was people leaving high school and she was wearing the full full like fuzzy thing, you know? Her yeah. furry thing. I'm saying that wrong, but like what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I remember back in my high school, man, there was this one girl that used to meow at people like a cat. She was really fucking weird. She used to change in her garage. And yeah. Like, everybody would see her do this I have, like, she they was the were weird the one. Freaks, and those though. are the normal yeah, ones now. didn't talk to them. Yeah, yeah they're the normal ones now. Them. Yeah. I had a kid who was, uh, same thing. He just was, like, he would, like, hiss at people, like, <laughs> and uh, I, I went to school with him from since, like, kindergarten. Like, all the way through high school, I went to school with this kid. And he would, like, high school, he'd start hissing at people. And then, of course, he turned out to be, like, a furry and stuff like I think just weird kids they kind of get sucked into this stuff. I mean that's where 4chan comes. Just I mean because they want to feel like they're part of a group. It may not even be that they're fully on that. It's just that there's a one weird group of people that accept them, so they just go all the way in with it. You know, the what other I mean? downside to all the vaccinations, dude, all the autism, all of them are fucking autistic. Have you ever met a trans person that wasn't autistic? Because I haven't. No, I haven't. You're right. <laughs> There's a few out there. And I love, I, I, dude, I'm fucking probably autistic. I'm sure I am. I'm a fucking libertarian. We're all autistic. I'm not hating on my, but we're fucking weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't fucking hiss at people if you're not a fucking autistic kid. Yeah. 100%, dude. And it's only going to get worse as, as time goes on. Uh, so with that, Shane, should I uh, pull up your clip? As yeah, we, you can uh, literally just start it anywhere and leave it anywhere. <laughs> like, you'll get the idea. Okay. Let me... Uh, Oh, it's this guy, dude. I love this guy. He does some great stuff. Uh, he's the man on the street. Um, I believe he started off on uh, TikToking, uh, and he's kind of blown up since then. No Agenda has been playing a lot of his clips. So, uh, we'll if you're just... playing it from the beginning, at least play it up to the three or four minute mark. Okay, I'll that's fair. The... And uh, this is from up to that point. This is from Fleckas. I mean, this guy isn't with Fleckas. He's got his own account on Instagram. We'll I'll tag him in the in the show notes. I've never seen this person before. Oh, this guy say. on the right. He does. He lives in New York City. He goes to Times Square and interviews people. And I think other people like Fleckas and No Agenda. They've been uh, playing his clips. So I'm sure he won't mind if we play this clip as well. Here we go. Do you know how many stars there are on the U.S. flag? Fifty-two. Yes. What state is Utah in? Michigan. Yes. You know what state Utah is in? Utah, I, to be honest with you, I never heard of that place ever in my life. I live under a rock. Can you name three countries besides the USA? I suck at history. I was like, my worst subject. Can we do like science? No, no. Any three. Any three. You know this. A country? Oh my jeez. This is terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, uh, country. Wait, besides the U.S.? Yeah. Huh? Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, I can't. All right, all right, it's I fine. I can't do history, I can't. Do you know how many dimes there are in the dollar? <laughs> Make up one dollar. A dime is the ten cent or the five cent? You tell me. <laughs> I don't know. Can you name three countries besides the U.S.A.? Um... 
Museum. Any three, you know this. Canada, New Mexico, right? That's good. New yeah. Mexico. Damn, I need one more. <laughs> uh, damn. Yeah, so you got Canada, New Mexico, and what? Damn. I need to go back to school. Do you know how many states there are in total in the U.S.? How many continents are there? Three. Continents? Yeah. Yes. Do you know what two countries border <laughs> the U.S.? Yes. Yes. So bordered? Yeah, all, like on the borders. It's the only border that I know is Puerto Rico and Mexico. <laughs> yes. Who fought in the Civil War? This is the best one. Mm, I don't know. You talking about president, president-wise? No, the people. Who against who? I don't know that one. I know it had to do like what with France or France and I don't know the other one. Not wrong. France and who? You're close. I mean, not not um, exactly wrong. France and the British are the same thing, right? Yeah. So France and British are the same thing, damn, right? I don't know. <laughs> who did they fight against? Historic enemies. Us. Yes. yes. Do you know what continents we're on right now? Do you know who fought in the Civil War? Um, who fought in the Civil War? Uh, you can stop it after this, girl. Like from the president? No, like who against who? It was his face. The Nazis versus Germany. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. No. I'm gonna say yes, but correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that it says yes every time when somebody answers. He does. Like the best part he just it. lets him be wrong. I love that. Yeah, I've seen this yes. guy before. He fucking cracks me up because he just goes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this is the generation we're dealing with. And notice that all of them were at a trans event for some reason because I, I kept noticing all the rainbow flags all over everybody he was interviewing. And not rainbow flags, but the the trans flag. It was yes, actually the, the, the bi and, and the trans flag, which is uh, what's interesting. Though, is not to we'll go back to the the clip, but you you said trans and, and gay uh, pride flag or whatever. But have you noticed that the the L's and the G's are trying to leave the group? Like, because it used to be G, especially the L's. Yeah, it used to be in the eighties the GLB, the gay, lesbian, and bisexual. And then it switched at some point to the LGB. The lesbians took over to the G's and the B's. And now they've added the T's and all the other letters. And the L's and the G's are like, hey, we don't want any part of this. We got our rights. We got, we want to, you know, we were able to get married and do our own thing. And y'all are just getting too crazy now. They're chill. They can come hang out with us. They can leave all the other ones. Bring the L's and the G's. Like I have like four L's that are my aunts and I got a couple of G uncles, you know, it's all good, you know. Um, Isn't it weird how just in the past like 30 years that people were so against that and now it's just like so normalized that people are just like, yeah, they're just normal people. They're nothing weird. Which is they're th- looking at everybody else in the community like they're the weird ones now. Yeah. And it's like everybody else in normal society is accepting them now like they finally wanted. Now it's just like, all right, yeah, you guys are over here with us. Now we can all kind of look at how weird they're being all together now. <laughs> <laughs> That's always going to happen, though, in any group or anything. Um, but uh, just makes you wonder how far that group might go farther to have other ones slide onto our side. Well, they don't seem that's, so weird in that's the point. Years. People would always be like, what does the plus stand for? And people would be like, uh, no, you know, just whatever. And it's like, what is the plus? And I think we all know what the plus is. 
It's the maps, the MAPs, right? They, eventually, well, watch, dude, it's going to be a thing where everybody comes on our know side. That like in the '80s, they were included in the LGBTQ like movement, and like during the pride parades, like uh, Nambla would have their own like fucking. Nambla. They would have their own. Uh, national what is what does nambla stand uh, for north american man boy love association yes and i think peter shit yeah. or adam adam schiff the the senator he's like a member of it is he yeah he's been like Jesus Christ. donating to them <laughs> is it adam schiff or peter schiff and it's adam schiff right adam schiff i think yeah adam schiff yes, peter schiff. no yes nambla yes yes yeah nambla is Fucking wild. Did you just Google that? I mean, you just got put on a different kind of list, Kyle. <laughs> oh, it's just all... I type in this, Adam Schiff Nambla, and all I get is January 6th stuff. Okay. Thanks, DuckDuckGo. I was Duck telling before the show started. <coughs> I noticed, though, when I look at my statistics, the first person to listen to any of my episodes is somebody in Washington, D.C., so we probably are being watched. Oh, dude, no. We've all got our own uh, agent that, that keeps Who an eye on use? us. I, my, my, none of my shit is that exact. It just Anchor? tells me like U.S. and do you? Yeah, Anchor. You I use Anchor too. Yeah, yeah, you, you can go get on the website. No it'll go all the way down to cities within states. No shit. Yep. Yeah, I really got to check out my analytics. I'm fucking curious. You probably um, got a bunch of DC listeners too. Kind of weird. Well, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I was like number one in the Turks and uh, number one of all podcasts in the Turks and Caicos Islands, and I was like. For like three months, I was like in the top five, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Oh, no one goes there." So my my agent who monitors me must have been on vacation, and he was just <laughs> keeping up, and that's why I shot to the top of the charts there. Uh, so I mean, that's what I'm. It, we've all got one. We've all got one. Um, but but back to this, the the what this guy is doing, the the kind of things he's pointing out. I don't think this guy's necessarily right wing or anything like that. I think he's just like trying to point out the. Uh, Idiocy was failing us. Uh, yeah, it's and it and this is in New York City in Times Square, and it you, as you pointed out, it's a lot of younger people. But I mean, remember that show? He gets, uh, are you he gets smarter? A lot of this too. So it's not even just like he walks up to some random person and gets a bunch of content from him. Like you, this guy has so many videos going up to so many people that it's like at yeah. a certain point, it's the majority is like this. You know what I mean? It's not like. Well, I, I guarantee you, he's not going up to like thirty people and only taking one. Like no, which is a, so many that's people. That's ridiculous. That's the kind of argument against man on the street videos is that they do so many and then they pull out the people who are fucking dumb as shit. But you're right, this guy does pull out have a lot of content with a lot of different people. But I was gonna say, do y'all remember that show a few years ago with Jeff Foxworthy? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? You know, everybody would lose now. Every <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like. No, I think the fifth graders would lose because they they are learning this kind of stuff. Like, uh, there's 52 states in America, or uh, you know, uh, there's uh, uh, New Mexico borders the United States, and uh, who's also, the queen Puerto of England? Puerto Rico has a border that Who, touches the United States too. Who's the queen of back. England? Uh, or where's the? I think he does another one. Like, where's the queen of England from? And everyone's like, uh, uh oh, Canada. I saw one that he was like, what's what's Obama's last name? And they're like, uh, uh, I thought that was, I thought that was his first, or that was his first name. Isn't his name just Obama? Like what, it, what, what is he fucking share? He just uses one name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy, he does a lot of stuff. I'll, I'll tag his Instagram on, on, uh, in the uh, show notes, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's sad, dude. And this, the, it's the TikTok generation. That's all they're learning. They might be like, I like when I was during the lockdowns and stuff, I was on TikTok. 
Uh, I got a lot of great recipes from TikTok. There was a lot of cool conspiracy stuff on there. Um, so I'm sure they're they're learning some things on TikTok, but you know, when they are, I'm seeing it on a daily basis of people only being able to speak in TikTok slang, and then they can't define the words that they're using from the slang, and it's just it's just getting out of control. It's getting out That's of just because they're taking words now, and then they're changing the meaning altogether. And then Webster Dictionary is also going along with them. And, and I'm sure updating. anybody listens to No Agenda. Yeah, they keep updating it. So now they're changing words to match the new generation of things. Which is so straight just... out of 1984, dude. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah, man. We all thought that the internet was going to make us smarter because we could find the fucking, you know, the answer we were looking for, like at the tips of our fingers. We could just pull up our fucking phone and find the answer. But when they control what you find on your phone, and then you never have to actually look up anything. You, I mean, you can just say like, okay, Alexa, what is X? You know what I mean? Like, it just makes people stupid. Like, how many fucking phone numbers did you used to have memorized in your head? I still remember had, phone numbers from like 10 years 40 ago. 40 fucking phone numbers, dude, that I could just a total recall. It was in my head. I could just tell you. Now I can tell you like three. Even like maps and shit, though. Think about how easily people could get around, and now it's like the average person uses a GPS just to go across town. Yeah. I mean, they make a point when they say, like, why do I need to learn algebra? I have a fucking camera. Or, I mean, I have a calculator right here on my phone. They're kind of right. Uh, but it's making us stupider. Yeah. See, it's but the argument is going to be they're just going to attach the technology to you, and then it becomes part of you, and then they're going to normalize it through that method. That hey, you can't do math on your own, but if we add a machine to you, then you can do math, and then you won't need any machine. You won't. You won't have a crutch. It'll just be part of you. <laughs> Well, what do you guys think about this? Like, I think like exactly what Cir- uh, Secret Squirrel just said that we have or they have information overload. Um, I think that like honestly, our brains were never fucking made for the internet. Like, this mm. is like way the fuck too much. I listen to probably I don't know like fucking twelve hours of podcasts every week. Like, I'm like, how much of that can you actually retain? And then I start forgetting like shit that I need to know. You know, there's only so much fucking room in my head. Yeah. I'll spend eight hours listening to podcasts at work during the day, and by the end of the day, I'll be like, shit, what the fuck did I even listen to today? And it's like, I'm listening to people talk all day about important information, and I hear it all, but it's like you only retain, like, like I'll listen to No Agenda, and I'll retain, like, three things out of the entire show, and it's just like, how did I listen to that whole show intricately? Am I just... Yeah, I've started listening... Too much information, man. I've started listening to No Agenda twice. Like, I'll listen to it live on Thursdays and Sundays, and then on Fridays and Mondays, I'll re I'll replay it just so I because I know they're talking about important shit that I probably need to be aware of. So I'll, I'll re- listen to it twice. Um, but I don't know about you, but that's kind of become my main news source. <laughs> no, it is. That's the only news source. Is no agenda. Um, shout out to uh, uh, the occult rejects in the chat. What's up, guys? Glad to see you What's here. What's up, guys? Um, yeah, really popping off today. Yeah, Thanks dude, the chat the chat today. was popping off, dude. We had like twelve people up in here, which you know, for a tiny show like us, is is significant. And uh, I appreciate you all being here. And of course, Missy and Brody, everybody, it's it's great to see you guys. But uh, my yeah, two, my I, regular listeners. So again, shout out to Shane and Brian for both of you guys coming today. I appreciate you both, you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a Brian who pops in my chat sometimes. Different Brian though. Um, but yeah, guy, I think the 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 information overload is a real thing, and. What, what me and my wife have started doing, like, we send each other, like, Instagram reels, 
like while we're pooping. Like if I'm pooping, I'll send her stuff, and if she's pooping, she'll send me stuff. And Can half we the time, ta- half the time, <laughs> it's just to like it's a funny video. I'll send it to her, yeah. But then if there's something like educational, like about gardening or cooking or something like that, it's really just to save it in a in a index so we can find it later and go back and actually look at. And uh, I mean, I've I've tried to start taking more notes on things, like actually like writing stuff down that I need to know, or hey, that's a good piece of information that I saw on the internet. Let me write it down so I can come back to it. I probably won't ever come back to it, but that's my problem. There yeah, are certain I a ton of links, and then maybe five percent of that shit do I actually ever look at again. Yeah, you guys should see my Google Keep notes. I got <laughs> notes for show ideas. I got notes for things to research. I got links I got to look into. I got random other things I got to yeah. look into. But and at the same like, time, I'll start looking into something, and then it's like you go down the rabbit hole and you end up somewhere totally different. <laughs> which is fine. I think that's that that's part of it. That's part of the ADHD brain that a lot of us have, but. At the same time, while I'm doing all this stuff and, and absorbing tons of information, I'm also kind of like numb to it sometimes. But at the and also like especially at work, I'm trying to learn new skills too. So I'll go on YouTube and I'll watch a video about how to do this skill or how to do that skill or how to work this program, how to operate this machine, things like that. So I'm I'm still learning practical things, um, but. But I think that the information overload kind of makes it hard to do. And so I I actually just started – I'm not a good reader. I'm not very fast. I, I'm not I'm not great at it. But I got a, a book. I got the terminal list. Uh, my mom gave me the book after we watched the show. And uh, I've been reading the – I'm like halfway through the book. And it's been like a week or two weeks. And that's good for me. I'm, I'm pretty good at, at – that's a lot for me to read, to make myself read every night before bed. And uh, I'm flying through the book. I'm not learning a whole lot, but I'm still like – absorbing the story and the information. So I just, I I think a lot of it comes with training and things and, and that mental focus that you have to do. Like, that's why I do yoga every day just to kind of hold more in your subconscious than you think you do. Oh dude, I can things that you don't remember it, but then you're having, you're doing a podcast and somebody says a word or phrase. Then all of a sudden things pop back up. I know a a little bit about a lot of things. That's why they call me the rain man, because I'll regurgitate information in like a retarded way. Um, but I'll, I'll be, you know, 50%, 75% accurate, right? Most of the time. Um, so I, I know a little bit about a lot of things. Same with like practical skills in life, right? Uh, I'm a great carpenter, but I'm also a, a decent welder. I'm also pretty good at like electrical stuff. Uh, I don't know much about computers, but I can fucking figure it out. Like there, it's hey. being a well-rounded person. And I think another part of this kind of overload of information is the specialized education systems that we have like with your major in school like it used to be a good thing to get be a generalized go to school and get a general education right that's what school used to be like you could be pretty good or know a little bit about a lot of things and that was like a good thing at some point but now you fucking go and get a fucking i'll use myself as an example a fucking uh theater acting directing degree and I'm specialized in that. But at the same time, it's like it's fucking useless when it comes to real life. Um, so it's with gender studies, even engineering, right? Like you're you can't if you're an engineering major at a major university, you're going to be fucking autistic and awkward around, uh, you know, uh, at job interviews because all you n- focused on for, you know, eight years of your life was fucking numbers and math. Sorry, I hit the thing again. Oh, <laughs> well, think about the fucking TikTok generation when they try to go in for an interview. Oh, God. 
Dude, can you imagine how smart the TikTok generation would be if they were watching videos on practical still skills? Like, I'll give them props on the fact that they can dance way better than us. That's for sure. And they can do video editing without any type of effort. So, you know, that's the video editing. I'll give them that. That's a, that's a good one. But like if they were watching stuff about doing practical skills, things like that, like think about how educated they could be. If they're even just watching 10 second little things on like history, then that's- you wouldn't have a video like that of people not being able to answer just basic questions. And it's sad that yeah, like, George as Washington an American. Twerk. Yeah, he so, couldn't twerk. Lizzo but could it, twerk. It's, it's almost sad, though, that like we have people come into the country, they have to do a test to become a citizen, and they have to answer these questions and know them. But yet the average American doesn't, doesn't know, know the answer the answer, to these questions, yeah. but we expect people coming into the country to know the answers. Like, but we should let 16-year-olds vote. Yeah. yeah. Like, and 12-year-olds fuck. Logic is yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's all fucked, man. Um, I think that if we um, like like you were saying, Shane, like uh, about you know the TikToks, like it could be used for a good thing. I think that can be applied. I've said this before; it can be applied to all technology. I think all technology is, unless it's like a specific, or even medical technologies. Let's be honest. I think all technology is neutral as itself. But it's those who wield the technology that can either use it for good or evil, right? Like, we could invent fucking Jewish space lasers. We could invent Jewish space lasers that may already be in orbit uh, to, you know, shoot the laser beams, uh, the fucking asteroids out of the sky. Or they could be pointed the other way and fucking, you know, shoot terrorists in the Middle East um, or innocent people in the Middle East. Well, if we try to shoot it up in the sky, it's just going to bounce back. So uh, that's what I'm I'm, I was just making a point. But yes, um, I'm just saying all technology is neutral. It's those who wield the technology that determines whether it's good or bad. I'm going to say something fucked up. How many of those people are even real? How many of those people actually exist? I don't think I mean, I'm being completely (laughs) honest with the NPC sort of shit. If we are really in a simulation, those people are just like literally there just to like oh, I walked past that, and we're interacting with these NPCs. How many, How many? can you name three countries? Like, who the fuck can't name three countries? But you think That's the NPCs, some NPCs I don't, don't watch think them. they're real. You I think don't that, believe in them. Like, look at, like, Westworld. Like, the NPCs in Westworld know all the stuff. Good programming, but the program's too big. Yeah, yeah. You want to see some NPCs, go watch some of those videos of people trying to pump their gas. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell me more, Shane. <laughs> Those people, like when in the states where they just like made it so the people can pump There's their only own gas. Two states. It's New Jersey and Oregon, and I know I live in fucking Oregon. Yes, and the majority of people do have no idea how to pump their own gas. Dude, I've from they've never seen hilarious. a movie. They've never seen anything. Like some you of have people to press have the have button. No you got to put your card in there. Like, dude, born yeah, and raised. In, I was born and raised in Texas. Cap your own fucking gas tank. I moved. Never even done that. I lived in New Jersey for a year, and I was. I remember I was driving to New Jersey, and I pull into town, and I, I'm stopping to get some gas. I hop out in my F one fifty, and I start going to pump my gas. And this fucking non native uh, English speaking immigrant runs out, and he's like, and like fucking takes the thing from me. He's like, you can't fucking do that. And I was like, what? But then he saw my Texas plates, and then expected a tip. For pumping my fucking gas. I was like, are you kidding me? And I talk, started talking to you know local residents, and they were like, yeah, that's basically just to keep jobs open for teenagers and immigrants. Like, there, there's no point in doing it. But you're right. Most people don't know how to pump their own gas. 
in those in those states in New uh, Oregon and New Jersey, and it's literally like a fucking third world country, dude. You try to fucking even in Michigan, bro. It's it gets pretty bad. I've watched some people have a lot of a lot of issues trying to pump their own gas, and we're the Motor City. Like, how the fuck do you not know how to pump gas in Detroit, dude? Are, do you <laughs> see a lot of Teslas in Michigan, and do people fucking like egg them and stuff like that? I heard that was a big deal in in Michigan for a while. I- I don't see a lot of them get egged, but I do see a lot of Teslas. And usually the people driving Teslas are driving like assholes in traffic. They're all the people like swerving through everybody trying to show how fast their car can go. And we got this one guy who works at my work who's like a little bit higher up and he has a Tesla. And every single time he comes to the building, he has to give you a tour of his Tesla. Tells you, you know, oh, it plays music on the outside. So that's my experience with Teslas. (laughs) It's Assholes and people that like to show them off. Dude, South Park did this 10 years ago about the hybrids. And it's just people who love the smell of their own farts, right? So they, everybody got a hybrid, and they would just like, yeah, my hybrid gets like 32 miles to the gallon. And then they fart, and then they just stick their heads down and go. <sighs> and that, like, that's all it was. It's just people who love the smell of their own farts. Like, it's just a vanity thing. It's nothing. You know, statistically, if it is, if you want to, if you really want to talk about your carbon footprint, it is more, it is better for the environment and your carbon footprint to just drive the fucking car you have now than to go out and buy a new car because think about all that goes into producing a car a new car even if it is super efficient and is great for the environment the raw materials that it costs are more than what you would put in gas in that car uh throughout the life of of driving it. So just drive the fucking car you have now and stop bitching. Like that's honestly better for the environment. Uh, it's a slave labor to get some of those fucking minerals that they need. Some of those conflict, but they're minerals brown kids, dude, dude, they're brown kids. It's, say, it, no one cares where they don't even last longer than a couple of years. And then it costs more than the car to replace the fucking battery on top it's of it. It's pretty so. wild, dude. It's like $20,000, 25, $40,000 sometimes to replace those batteries. Are All you serious? Yes. You're putting that. That's why it's all bullshit. That's how you know that none of the people that are actually in charge believe any of this horseshit because it takes more fucking carbon to make the fucking uh, to make a windmill than it does. So it, like it's something fucking ridiculous in that. And then those windmill blades can't be recycled, and so all of them go into fucking landfills. But dude, okay, so, after so like I ten years they chuck them into landfills. There's landfills. Of those fucking windmill blades, dude. So I, it's um, horseshit. I live in in West Texas, where the where the windmills are very popular. Like it's a lot of people own a lot of land, and they can lease out a small chunk of their land to put these windmills out. And you really you notice them at night because they all have uh you know red lights on them for like planes and stuff. And you, they all are synced up, so you can just you'll be driving and you'll just see like hundreds of these red lights just flashing in the distance. And these windmills are everywhere. And when Trump said that they're bad for the birds, he wasn't wrong. He said it in a stupid way. But if you think about it, migratory birds, I I live next to a pond. I mean, every year, hundreds, if not thousands, of Canadian geese and migratory waterfowl will come down from the north. They're all fucking cunts, but they're an important part of the environment, right? They shit everywhere. The bugs eat it. I want to eat them. They do taste good, wrapped in bacon, doctor, you know, soaked in doctor. It's fucking amazing. But, like, if you think about it, these these fucking, the birds don't, they don't fly at 30,000 feet. They fly at 100 feet, maybe, a couple hundred feet tops, and they fly in huge fucking swarms in formation, and 
it really does kill a lot of these migratory birds, if not at the very least messes with their migratory patterns. And so that's why you have, like, it affects hunting seasons. It affects all kinds of stuff, like conservation of the land. It affects this stuff with these fucking windmills. And I, I'll drive by a train because there's a train comes right through town, and I'll just see there won't be uh, – most of the time it's just, like, coal and, and, you know, shipping containers on the train. But every now and then – You'll see a fucking train just fucking loaded with windmill blades and tower parts and stuff. And it's like, that's the Green New Deal right there. Like, all the carbon to fucking produce those things and send them and install them and all this stuff. It, it's not worth it. It's not worth it in the long run. And it really does fuck up a lot of the environment. They, they, those things catch on fire. They use diesel gas to Dude, they, they don't just the wind though either they're they not efficient give you the energy that you need they, they, they're worthless and if they do the grid can't handle the energy that they're putting out so they have to turn them off a lot of people don't know that these windmills i work i i live in the area where most windmills are probably in the country is in here in west texas and when the wind's blowing real hard they have to put the brakes on those things because they can't take in the end the grid can't handle the input of energy that those things are putting out and um at the same time they also take they use a lot of diesel gas to get started it's not like the wind just starts moving those things the wind keeps them moving after they started so those things are gas generated once they get started up with the diesel then the diesel shuts off and the fucking wind starts turning it it's it's in more it's there's more to it than meets the eye for most people it reminds me of that uh, this shit you see at construction sites where they all have the electronic uh, work machines, <clears throat> and then they charge them on a giant machine that takes fucking diesel, the giant generators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah, we're not using gas. We're using this to be energy efficient, but we're using gas to charge that. So <laughs> you're using twice the energy if you really think about it because not, you're not just burning the gas. You're also burning the gas to create another form of energy <laughs> to put into the other fucking machine. But it makes you feel good along along the way, though. It's all about virtue signaling, right? It's all it is. Well, that's in the back that's the Europe in a nutshell, dude. That's it's virtue, virtue signaling yeah. and money laundering. That's all it is, dude. That's all it is. It's money laundering, dude. It's it's insane. And most of the time when I see coal being shipped on these trains, because I can see the trains from my house, the tra they're shipping west. The coal is going west, probably on a boat to China. Like, we're shipping all of our good fossil fuels out of out of the country and then all i see coming in coming east is fucking amazon containers and the big uh, shipping containers that just say china on them that's all it's, it just says china on it like it's, it's all the bullshit people are buying from amazon <laughs> that's all <laughs> it's it is all from dude. China. <laughs> it's just china china well guys any final thoughts before we wrap it up here this was a fun show this was great the chat was popping off uh nico just hopped in but uh Nico, sorry, we're about to wrap it up. Uh, but any final thoughts on anything we talked about tonight? This was a great we're all show. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we, hey, we got to end on a hopeful note. Come on, guys. Come Let's on. We're all fucked, but we're a good group, so we'll be okay. <laughs> Just take care of your fucking families, man. Work your ass off. Take care of your families. God, uh, country, sure you know your neighbor. and family. Yeah. God, country, and family. That's what we need. Okay, real quick, I forgot to say this about your that that last clip you sent. She said that you know humans are individually genetically coded. Do you think that was like a 
like a hit at like the the vaccines maybe like because it was it sounded like it but i think that that clip originally was from like 2014 or 2016 so i'm not 100% sure because i'm thinking that bitch probably got jabbed i mean all like all these people talk a big game like every single one of them but they're all fucking vaccinated yeah and trump won't allow any world yeah anytime trump talks about the vaccine every single mayor every single governor every single like every single one of these fucks like even whoever you think is the most like red pilled one they got a fucking jab too yeah even like they got real jabbed or do you think they got like fake jabbed because i think that like i think they probably got fake fake jabbed yeah yeah, but they're bought that into it. would have fucking sent Biden over the edge. He's like already teetering on the fucking edge. That would have killed his ass. Yeah, yeah he would have had an instant yeah. heart attack. He got, saline. He got a drink of chrome. Yeah, yeah, it was probably his, his daily dose. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, guys, with that, um, Nate, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Dude, I love talking to you. This was great. You brought the heat uh, as uh, as you do, and uh, I I was hoping you would bring it, and you did. Um, so thank you for that. Also, the thanks to the <laughs> chat. The chat was on fire tonight. Shout out to Nico, oh, yeah. to uh, Brody, to the to Shane, the Turban Head. Shout out to Missy, Amit, all the homies in the chat. We do appreciate it in our small little show. Shout out to the Occult Rejects, everybody. It's great. Brian also. Got to throw Brian in there. Don't and Brian. Brian. I, yeah, Brian. What's up, Brian? Thank you so much for being here. Uh, so with that, uh, Nate, where can people find you, brother? Okay, you can find me on Rockfin because fuck YouTube. And uh, you can find my podcast, I think, on any of the catchers. Just find us at RealizeRs, and that's a C-Z-A-R. Um, and let's see. Watch my Bigfoot documentary. It was a lot of fun. Is it is where is that on Rockfin, the Bigfoot it's documentary? It's on Rockfin. Dude, okay, yeah. I've been trying to get on Rockfin for two years now, and every nothing ever happens. What what's going on? Am I am I not cool enough? I don't I don't know. <laughs> you gotta know somebody. <laughs> I know cool everybody at Rockfin. Club, I literally know everyone at Rockfin. Everyone who's on Rockfin, I know them, and they've all said they've put in the applicate like they've done the thing for me. So I don't know what's going on. Um, but I'm glad you're there. That's cool. But uh, uh, fuck them, <laughs> I guess, because that's <laughs> I've been trying for so long, and it's like I never hear back. Nothing ever happens. So uh. At this point, fuck it. We're doing all right. Um, Shane, where can people find you, brother? <laughs> oh, you're going to make me go first this time? All right. All I'll right. go first. That's fine. I'm Kyle with the Big Dumb Podcast. You can check out all the links to all of our shows will be in the description. Uh, and, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, I'll just do it the same way you did instead of doing my little dance around on the on the numbers and everything. You know where all of our shows are. You've, you've been listening to the show for a minute. We're on 22 now, so come on now. Get with the program. Uh, the only thing new is Bizarre Encounters with a ghost from My Third Eye, so yep. go check that out if you haven't already. Uh, the second episode just dropped. By the time this comes out, I'm sure the third or fourth will be dropped. But, yeah, go check that shit out. Other than that, find all the links down in the description for Inquiries of Our Reality, for Open Minds Media, and for Bizarre Encounters. Excellent, dude. Oh, yeah. Excellent. And, uh, yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, fun. dude. And Rockfin, if you're fucking listening, dude, put me on the fucking platform, dude. I'm I'm all about what you guys like. I, I like Rockfin. I've, I've, I'm a subscriber. I like a lot of people on there. But let me put my fucking show on there, guys. What's going on? Come on, get it together. I follow you on Instagram. On every Instagram post that guy does, I'm like, hey, let me get on Rockfin. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're like, fuck this guy. This guy's annoying as fuck. He's trolling us. But anyway, yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is a great show. Uh, Nate, stick around for just a second. I'm going to play us out with some music. Everybody in the chat, have a great night. We'll see you next time. You got to do the in tune home. Oh, yes. Before we end, ready? Home. <laughs>
See you guys next time. Big dumb inquiries. Big dub inquiries. Big dumb inquiries. Big dumb. Inquiries. Big dumb. Mm.